You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. We will go around the conference. As a big name on the Kentucky basketball team is hitting the transfer portal. we got assistant coaches on the move in both football and basketball, and we get you caught up on all those as Alabama replaces their assistant coach, Jay Graham. LSU baseball, they lose a guy who was supposed to be their ace this year in Jaden Hill for the season. What that means for an LSU baseball team that has already had its season going sideways. And permanent regional and super regional sites decided weeks before the college baseball season ends. That is what the NCAA is considering. We'll update you with the latest. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. Well, it didn't take Nick Saban very long to find a replacement for assistant coach Jay Graham after Alabama's new tight ends coach and special teams coordinator unexpectedly announced his decision to depart from Saban's staff following the start of spring camp. Crimson Tide continued on without a full-time coaching staff for a couple of weeks, but now an official hire has been made as Saban has hired Drew Svoboda to serve as the new tight ends coach and special teams coordinator in Tuscaloosa. Svoboda was hired to be the new special teams coordinator at Memphis this offseason. He previously served in the same role over at Rice in Houston. And prior to landing his first college job at Rice, Svoboda served as head coach of Klein Collins High School in Spring, Texas, outside of Houston. So, guy who doesn't have, a, I guess, a lot of pro experience or, or high-profile college experience, but a guy that will uh, join a very experienced staff as the uh, special teams coordinator over in Tuscaloosa with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Another quarterback from the state of Texas will soon be on Coach Clark Lee's roster at Vanderbilt. Quarterback Drew Dickey tweeted Monday afternoon that he is committed to play for Vanderbilt. Dickey is a pro-style quarterback, not currently rated on 24-7 sports, but he had offers from the likes of Colorado State, Maryland, and Marshall. So Drew Dickey heading to Vanderbilt just sounds like a quarterback's name. Sounds like the uh, depth over at Arkansas in their quarterback room is taking a slight hit as one of the team's signal callers has made the decision to enter, enter the transfer portal. Not only that, the quarterback that entered the transfer portal is a legacy of the Arkansas program. He's freshman walk-on quarterback Jacob Switzer, the grandson of Barry Switzer. Uh, his decision to enter the portal was reported by 27 Sports, while Barry Switzer is most known for his coaching run in Oklahoma before making the jump to the NFL with the college, with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he played at Arkansas, and his first major coaching job came in Fayetteville. So Jacob Switzer, he arrived in Arkansas after playing at Prestonwood Christian High School in Plano, Texas. And he is on the move from the Razorbacks. Unlike many assistant coaches in their first season at a new school, South Carolina offensive line coach Greg Atkins arrived in Columbia inheriting a talented unit with plenty of experience on the field together. And the Gamecocks returned four starters from an offensive line that cleared the way for running back Kevin Harris to lead the SEC in regular season rushing yards last year and 15 touchdowns. Now they'll have to replace left guard Sedarius Hutcherson in the lineup while adjusting to a new offensive scheme. 
But the team's new offensive line coach was asked yesterday if any players have stood out. He said redshirt sophomore Vinnie Murray. He said, I'll tell you who I like. I like Vinnie Murray. I like what he's doing. He's a guy working his tail off. So Vinnie Murray could be a guy that slides in there for Hutcherson and could have a really good offensive line group for Greg Atkins at South Carolina this year. In the NFL, Joe Judge with the New York Giants sure does like him some SEC coaches. We know Joe Judge was a name kind of thrown out there last year, possibly for the Mississippi State job. Well, the New York Giants have the most SEC-friendly coaching staff in the NFL. When you look at some of the names, former Alabama running backs coach Burton Burns is the running backs coach for the Giants. Former Tennessee head coach Derek Dooley is the tight ends coach. Former Alabama quarterback Freddie Kitchens is an offensive analyst. Former Georgia and Tennessee linebacker coach Kevin Scherer holds the same position for the Giants. And former Tennessee head coach Jeremy Pruitt is a defensive analyst for the franchise. On top of all that, we know Judge went to Mississippi State, previously coached at Alabama under Saban. Last year, Judge had former Arkansas head coach Brett Bielema on his staff. Well, now you can add another SEC connection as LSU senior offensive analyst Russ Calloway is joining the Giants. It was first reported by AL.com. Galloway joined the LSU coaching staff in February 2020 after serving as OC at Samford University. Callaway also has coaching experience under Nick Saban at Alabama. So yet another guy heading to the New York Giants that previously coached in the SEC. In uh, SEC basketball news, Drew Askew signed with Kentucky out of California after being rated as the number one point guard prospect in the nation. Following a disappointing season for basically everybody in Lexington, Askew has made the decision to leave John Calipari's program. The freshman guard averaged over 6.5 points a game, 2.6 rebounds, and 2.9 assists in his debut season for Kentucky. He started 20 of the 25 games last season for the Wildcats. So he is on the move. That is a big loss for the Wildcats. But on the flip side, Kentucky is reportedly in the mix for North Carolina transfer Walker Kessler. Auburn and Tennessee are two other schools in the mix for him, but Walker Kessler, a former five-star prospect, that would uh, soften the blow if Walker Kessler ends up in Kentucky. The Tennessee Volunteers, they had a couple of openings on Rick Barnes' coaching staff this offseason after Kim English took the George Mason head coaching job and Desmond Oliver took over the ETSU program. But according to a release from the school, the Vols have hired 28-year-old Rod Clark, who was an assistant at Austin P last year, Clark has worked with guys like Gonzaga star Drew Timmy, former Kentucky standout Tyrese Maxey, among others. Sounds like a good pickup there for the Vols. Over at Oxford, Ole Miss, they picked up a commitment from a big man with plenty of playing experience in the AAC and in the ACC. Former Miami center Nasir Brooks has just announced his commitment to Kermit Davis's Ole Miss program. Prior to landing at Miami, Brooks played for the Cincinnati Bearcats. So if you're keeping track, Brooks went from Cincinnati to Miami, and now he'll be a center for the Ole Miss Rebels. During his uh, college career, Brooks had made a total of 130 appearances with 62 starts. Last year, he started 25 of 27 games uh, for the Hurricanes. He averaged over seven points a game, almost six rebounds. He set out the 2019-2020 season after transferring in from Cincy. Now he'll close out his college career in Oxford. That is around the conference. Got to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. You guys know about them. We've talked about them all the time. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. No matter what it is 
You can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique, very easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose from the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Go ahead and put in your make, your model, your year. Boom, there it is. Type in whatever you need. Windshield wipers, got them. Brake uh, tail lamps, got them. Whatever it is, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for the pros or do-it-yourselfers like you and I. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts across town at those big auto parts stores? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck. And when you check out, make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Along here, Locked On SEC. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Some bad news in the college baseball world, particularly the SEC baseball world. Yesterday, I don't know if you guys were watching the game on Friday night. I think it was ESPN or ESPN2, one of those. But uh, LSU was taking on Vanderbilt, and it was a really, really big-time matchup as, you know, obviously a lighter from Vanderbilt, Kumar Rocker, both guys that are going to be very high draft picks. But uh, Jaden Hill was a guy coming into this season that was expected to go very high in the uh, MLB draft, and Jaden Hill, LSU announced yesterday, will be sidelined for the remainder of the season due to a UCL injury. He left that game on Friday night. Tons of scouts in the house to check out the uh, the talent, but Jaden Hill left that game, and he will be sidelined for the remainder of the season due to a tear in the ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow. He suffered it in Friday's game, and the diagnosis was confirmed yesterday after team doctors conducted an examination of the elbow Coach Paul Maneri said it is heartbreaking for all of us to receive this news, but it's especially disappointing for Jaden as a young man who has such a bright future in baseball. We will do everything we can to support Jaden in his return to full health. He has a tremendous work ethic, and I'm very confident he will overcome this setback. It's just, it's very disappointing for a guy that, like I said, very high expectations for. Uh, Wilson Alexander, who covers the LSU Tigers, tweeted out, Paul Maneri added, I don't have any doubt that somebody will still draft Jaden Hill this summer and they will rehab him and he will come back from it and he will have an outstanding professional career. But certainly this is a disappointing end to his LSU career. For those wondering, he will undergo Tommy John surgery to repair the ligament. The good news is we're seeing more and more pitchers these days in the professional level come back from Tommy John surgery. The advancements in technology and rehab and all that has made it a, it's not a career-ending injury as you know, some people thought it at one point, but it's a devastating injury for a kid like that, but uh, also you wish him nothing but the best and hope that he can, like we said, still go high in the draft this uh, coming summer and end up going to a team you know, where he won't be able to pitch at least for a year, but uh, come back from that and be able to bounce back. Uh, Baseball America, they put up their poll yesterday and... Once again, the SEC is just ruling the rankings. Arkansas 
They continue their dominance as the 22-4 and four Razorbacks, 7-2 in the SEC, and 8-1 and one versus top 25 opponents. They remained number one in the nation, not far behind them. The uh, uh, behind the Razorbacks, 23 and three Vanderbilt. Uh, they are number two, 21 and six Ole Miss. They are number three and 20 and seven Mississippi State is number four. Tennessee, they continue their climb up the rankings as the Volunteers are now the nation's number seven team with South Carolina and Florida both entering the top 10 rankings this week. But according to the new rankings, the SEC, seven of the top 10 teams in the country. It's just, it's embarrassing how good the SEC is this year. And all the other conferences, you should be ashamed of yourself that you don't have the talent that the SEC has. I mean, literally one, two, three, and four, once again, are all from the SEC. Tennessee sneaks up there at number seven. South Carolina sneaks up there at number nine. Just incredible to see. I mean, then when you talk about teams that were ranked to start the season, LSU, one of them, I mean, SEC has been pretty, pretty dominant as far as talent goes across the the college baseball world. Uh, We're going to step aside, take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that has come out from the college baseball world and what implications it could have for the postseason. We'll discuss that next. A bet online has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Hopefully you made a little bit of money on the college fo- uh, basketball championship on Monday night. But if you didn't, we got tons of stuff still going on. The NBA you can get in on or some futures bets for college football. Those are always fun. You think Auburn can get over seven wins this year? Whatever it is, you can do it all at betonline.ag. They've got you covered with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Have you covered with the news, scores, and odds? It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to their website right now, betonline.ag. You can do so on your mobile device, your tablet, your laptop, whatever you use, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D, Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline. They are your online sportsbook experts. And the NFL Draft is weeks away. It is time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL, a draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, for the second time this week, the SEC baseball slate has lost a game. Alabama announced Uh, Tonight's matchup against ULM has been canceled. Auburn, they just announced a postponement tonight as well. Auburn will not face off against Kennesaw State uh, tonight as the Tigers have just announced that that game has been postponed due to COVID issues within the Kennesaw State team. A makeup date for the game has not yet been announced at this time. The matchup was the only game in the series set to be played between those two programs. Following that news, Auburn's next game set to be held on Friday as Mississippi State is scheduled to come to the Plains for a three-game weekend series. So, uh, like, you know, as more and more people start to get the vaccine, it just feels like uh, this COVID thing just keeps wreaking havoc across uh, the sports world and, you know, canceling games on you and um, having to 
turn and pivot and move on and figure out what else uh, the next step is. But um, I did um, tease this earlier, but some big news came out in the college baseball world yesterday. For at least this year, the NCAA's postseason model is going to change up a bit. Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball was the first one to report the NCAA will now predetermine its regional and super regional hosting sites, and they will announce the locations in early May as opposed to the traditional timeline where the hosts have been announced following the conclusion of the conference tournaments. As Kendall Rogers reports, the NCAA is planning to announce hosting sites sites the week of May 10th. At that point, the regular season is still going to be going on. And according to Kendall, the NCAA needs three weeks to get a host site certified from a COVID-19 protocol standpoint. That apparently was not doable under the previous structure. I guess the question is, if a team gets selected as a host site, later in the season they have an utter collapse, they lose a ton of games, and they miss the postseason, theoretically that stadium will still host a regional or super regional without them. But I would say it's not likely because they say they're still going to award it based on merit and not say, um, you know, just, oh, they have a really nice ballpark. But you expect them to go with some of the top schools as host sites, Schools that would have hosted regionals anyway, but you just wonder who this affects, kind of. Well, look at two of the two of the hottest teams in the SEC these last couple of weeks that are building up quite a resume: Tennessee and South Carolina. They both jumped into the top ten, you know, winning a lot of series here to start the year. But what happens if we get midway through the season or later in the season, we get into May, and the NCAA goes, you know what, Tennessee and South Carolina, they should both be host sites. And then what if those teams start falling off? You know, right after that, can you imagine having a regional site played in Columbia, South Carolina without the Gamecocks there? It's something that theoretically could happen with this new proposition, but uh, we'll see what happens with it. I I think it's an interesting uh, idea. My question, though, would be we're still going to have the conference tournaments, right? We're still going to have the SEC tournament in Hoover, right? You're going to have 14, all 14 teams coming there or, or majority of the teams coming there and uh, having to go through the COVID protocols and all that. I just wonder what the difference here is, uh, you know, why you can't just play the regional and super regional games at your host sites without having it being predetermined three weeks prior. In other words, what's those three extra weeks going to do for COVID protocol? You know, set up multi-million dollar testing um services at those host sites by knowing them three weeks in advance just something i found interesting but and something worth watching because it just feels like as is typical one of the one or two sec teams may get screwed in the end of this by not getting to a host a uh, a regional or, or super regional even when they're uh deserved of it and and then you talk about you know location are you talking about, uh, you know, Mississippi State and Ole Miss? Two top five teams. What if Duty Noble is the only one that can be a host site? What happens to Ole Miss and vice versa? It's a real interesting development that we'll continue to track as the uh, college baseball season rolls along. All right, before we get out of here, I thought this was a pretty interesting story uh, in the NFL ranks. Uh, in a recent appearance on Shannon Sharp's podcast Saints running back Alvin Kamara was asked if he believes his career would have turned out as well as it has had he stuck it out at Alabama if you recall Kamara started his career 
as an Alabama running back and ended up transferring to Tennessee, where Butch Jones didn't even start him. He was the number two guy there. That's besides the point. But Kamara answered and said, quote, I don't think so because I learned a lot from leaving Alabama. I'm not even talking about football-wise. I learned a lot about myself, and I learned a lot about how to interact with other people, and I learned a lot about how to deal with certain situations. I just learned a lot about life. When I left Alabama, I went home. Nobody really knows. I was about to be done with football. I was like, I'm about to go back home and just do whatever. I'm just going to kick it. After leaving Alabama, Camaro was soon arrested in his home state of Georgia after racking up some fines, driving without a valid ID. It was at that point he realized he needed to get serious if he was going to have a future on the football field. Camaro said he called Clemson and they refused to take him following that arrest. They then told him to go to the junior college route. And that's what he did. Ended up at Tennessee. And the rest is history. So just an interesting story there. I thought we'd pass along, but... If you're an Alabama fan, you have to wonder what it would have been like to have held on to Alvin Kamara and had him, I think he came along at around the same time as Derrick Henry. Would have been real interesting to have those guys. <laughs> I mean, Alabama's not been uh, deprived of talent at the running back spot in recent years. All right, that is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Kind of just a, a, a weird day of a bunch of random stuff today from the college football ranks and some college football hires and some basketball transfers and all that kind of stuff. So more of the same tomorrow. We're going to get into uh, looking in uh, towards next football season as well, starting to preview some of the different teams and positions. We'll have some interviews coming your way in the next couple of weeks as well as teams start to wrap up spring ball. Plenty of football discussion along the way. SEC baseball. We'll even talk some uh, softball when they get into their championships as well. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Here on Locked on SEC. Thanks so much for listening.